talking about I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you Today is Wednesday, April 15th, 2020, and my name is Joe Batanz, and I host a very large show, probably the most popular show in the country, called This Joe Batanz, where I, it's weird, little old Joe Batanz just talks about his life, and yet it gets over 250 million downloads a week. Fuck off, This American Life. It's just Joe Batanz right here. On Afterthought Media, the biggest company in the world. I said at the top of the show, today actually is Wednesday, April 15th, 2020, and I host a little show, sorry, the biggest show in the world, This Joe Batance, and uh, Lori, it's been 24 hours. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, I've been sitting here, so yeah, I wouldn't be late. Too. My I sat here for 24 hours. Yeah. My butthole about? is on fire. My butthole's on fire with passionate love. The neighbors complain about the noises above. Okay. So, um, Humble Pie says her ultimate dream is eating frozen macaroni and cheese from Joe's freezer with one of Lori's aunt's forks. That would be a dream, wouldn't it? That would be. Yeah. Uh, that would be a dream. Oh, did I tell you guys that I found the macaroni and cheese the other day? No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was looking for something uh, in the freezer. And I just picked up some things, and I'm like, "Here, the mac and cheese is right here." Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, okay. So let me just finish this, the this, the uh, Patreon story. We're talking about Patreon and Daniel Brewer, and he quit, and we were forced, you know. So what? And he happened, had all the technical stuff. What happened? Just to transfer everything over to uh, you know my name, and Taylor had to be the go between because Daniel wouldn't talk to me, but it was going to cost. You know, what's funny is now it costs a few hundred dollars a month to run Afterthought, you know, just just to keep the light, just to keep the lights on. I would say it costs about five or six hundred dollars a month. Right. For what? Well, cr- nothing's cheap. Well, first of all, you and Taylor aren't cheap. You know? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you pay us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Crowdca- Crowdcast. Uh, that's that crowdcast costs like a hundred dollars a month. Jeez. Uh, and then there's just little things. Twenty dollars here. Twenty. It might be more than that actually. Twenty dollars here. Fifty dollars here. Thirty dollars here. Forty dollars here. You know, it all adds up. Producer Luke Stamen, thank you. He also costs money. Uh, there was no tomato nice. soup. I haven't looked. I haven't looked in the in the dry goods section. Anyway, gonna, you had to buy all that pegging equipment for him. Yeah, because he was that was when he was into pegging. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Haley asked Humble, why do you need, why do you need Haley? She wanted to know if you needed her. Hmm. Interesting. I think it's a good check. You know, like let's, let's all ask it. I think we should all at some point check in and see if Humble needs us. Yeah. Humble, do you need any, do you need anything? Are you good? good Uh, okay. Um, anyway, uh, what was I going to tell you? So, 
technical thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So then we uh, we sign up for Patreon, and uh, Aiden called Tittles. Oh, we'll we'll get to it. Calm down, everybody. So uh, what happened, Lori? Is I was like, okay, it's going to cost like you know fifty dollars a month to run this thing, and um, let's see. And I really did, and you know how I am. I was like, no one's going to sign up for this. But even if like four people sign up for this, at least it kind of pays for it, right? I'm not paying for it as much. But yeah. what I'm saying is we did it out of necessity because we were going to have to pay like $50 a month for to run the show. It might not even been $50 a month. It might have been two. I remember I, I remember like $200 for the year or something like that. It was something cuckoo, right? And maybe yeah. if, if they can just kind of offset the money, uh, that'll be fine. And so I launched a Patreon page and but but Lori, what I'm saying is we had thousands of subscribers at that point. Like it was already a successful podcast and I was worried. And look, here's what I'll say. Here's what I can tell you from my experience is and maybe the numbers change when you're bigger. But I would say it seems to be about five to seven percent of the audience sign up for Patreon. Can you believe that? We have hundreds of Patreon supporters, and that's only, like, maybe maybe sometimes at the off-season, 10% of our audience, okay? And, um... And so, I'm saying, like, 90%, that's why, like, the public feed, there's like, people go, oh, why are the commercials and stuff like that? 90% of people, at least, do not subscribe to Patreon, it's only yeah. the 10% that listen that do. Now, maybe those numbers change when you're smaller because it's a smaller sample size. So maybe it's like 30% or 40% when you're smaller. But, you know, for us, it's only like 10% or less subscribe to the show. If I'm telling you, yeah. if everybody subscribed to the show, on the, I would be, I really would be Scrooge McDuck uh, on, the, on the gold slide coming down to like the, the, top, the room of gold coins. Yeah, and then you break your neck. Yeah. But uh, that's not the case. So, um, uh, yeah. So I, well, so I proposed. Mm-hmm. Here's what I proposed. Well, yeah. I proposed a two two parter. First, I proposed that Star, if Star wants to do our Patreon, because I've always tried to make the Queering Time and Space Star show. You mm-hmm. know, like I've never wanted it to be her and our show. I wanted it to be her show. You know, I have a theme so, song for Queering Time and Space, by the way. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. We have, like, a short one, but... Uh, this is short. So... This is short. Oh, okay. You want to hear it? Yeah. Lesbians! <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, um, she could do the Patreon, and then she can keep all the proceeds. Okay? Mm-hmm. Whatever she gets from Queering Time and Space. Yeah. With Colin and Maria, I said, how about you guys do, um, you guys do, uh, uh, we, we combine the two. We have like a network. You guys each get 40% of the proceeds. I get 20% because they have to split. I thought that was pretty, but they were like, no, I don't want to do that. So now I'm like, okay. Now let me ask you this question. And maybe you know this, maybe you don't know this. I wonder if... Again, a lot of this is going to sound really obnoxious, but I'm just I'm just asking you a question. Yeah, I wonder if if uh, if people 
are Noah. I know I don't know Maria. I don't know Colin, but I don't know what you've told them. Did you tell them about me? I mean, in, in other words, because after thought, I have to be honest with you. Now, look, there are much bigger Patreons than mine, but I still think um, uh, we are kind of a unicorn. I, I think m- the vast majority of Patreons don't make a lot of money. We, uh, uh, Maria knows about you because you've done the show. No, but what I'm saying is like, <laughs> Is it one of these things that we're like, well, look, Joe's making this money on Patreon and blah, 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 blah. But no. Okay. I think it's other people that we've seen in the pack at the pack. Okay. That have been making money. And then, um, but I mean, it's mostly just like trying to start to just get it going. Okay. You know what I mean? To sort of like start it so we can get it going. But that's kind of how I feel about Bloody Podcast. Colin's whole thing is that he's like, well, people in the community will know who we are and they'll want to give us money and then we can provide content. And I'm like, I just don't think that that's going to happen. Like, I don't think, cause he, his whole thing is like Jackie and Lori, who are Jackie Cation and, and Lori, um, kill Martin who are stand up comics. But right. Are, but, but they're well-known working stand up comics. Yeah. They, they, um, and Lori kill Martin works for the, Conan Bryan show. She writes for the Conan Bryan show. They have a. They started a Patreon before they started their podcast. Yeah, that's what he claims. They so, may have, but they may have, but they have a following already. That's what I'm saying. So he was saying that like they like had like a you know like the the their followers and I was like yeah but they have a following like we don't have a following you know yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, there are very nice people who say that they they like me. But I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't take that to mean like, oh, you're going to spend all this money because not everybody has a lot of money, you know? Yeah, true. And here's the thing, too. And look, again, I'm just talking just from my experience. I could be 100% wrong. Everyone should know. Lori knows this already from firsthand experience. Never come to me for anything because I don't know what I'm talking about. Remember when Well, Lori mostly to, for joke writing. That's what I was gonna, that's what I was gonna, the story I was going to tell. Like, never come to me for joke writing. Uh, there'll be jokes. She was jokes. She ran by me. And I'm like, oh, my God, that is so fucking funny. You got to do it. And it would bomb on stage. Then there'd be jokes she ran by me that I was like, oh, it's horrible. No, 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 no. Don't do it. And it would crush. Right. And, and then so, what's bad is if it bombed, you would like to- you would like literally just leave the room. You would just be like, <laughs> I would just see you walk out of the room and I'd be like, Joe, you're the one who told me this would be a good joke. And you were like, I suggested that it might be like you totally were backing out of true. So anyway, backing out of it. <laughs> so the point is, so I'm just talking just from my personal experience. My personal experience could be weird. Just as I said that I think that Afterthought's a, sort of a unicorn here at Patreon. Uh, because of that, unicorns don't necessarily have any perspective that works. But what I'm telling you is that I think, this is my guess, that we are lucky in that Afterthought was an established uh, entity before this coronavirus thing. So people who are paying for it, for the most part, have stuck around because, look, at the end of the day, it's only five bucks for the most basic, for, for a, a good tier. And... um and they, I have a proven history of over-providing for content. Does that make sense? They know when they get those five bucks, they're going to get their shows, you know? Yeah. So uh, I'm wondering, though, in these times, these economic times, are people going to fork over, you know, essentially what's a gamble? Uh, Nothing that you won't deliver, but it's a gamble. Like, are we going to fork over this number of dollars? We don't know if, how much content they're going to produce, whether it's going to be good, anything. 
Yeah. Well, that's why I was thinking that that's why I want to have content before. Yeah. I was, I want to have like content before and like, um, you know, show some kind of showcase the kind of stuff that we would have on well, yeah. Patreon. And you can do that. You can put some content up on the Patreon page that's open to the public and that people can listen to. And then you can have some that are different tiers. So, yeah. So anyways, we're working on it. It's just trying to find a good time to record and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's (laughs) frustrating. It's, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I want to like get it going, but I Mm -hmm. also want to be smart about it. And I've never done anything like this in my life and I don't want to fuck it up. And I feel like, you know, I I understand what you're saying. The problem is, is you're the only one of the four people who actually has experience working on a show that goes on Patreon, dealing with Patreon subscribers. Uh, Are the other three even Patreon uh, supporters of anybody else? I think so. I think, I know that Colin is a Patreon supporter of Jackie and Lori, because I'm, I'm one of Jackie and Lori too. Okay. And then, uh, uh, I also follow this guy, Ralph Garman. Do you remember him from Mm -hmm. the K rock from K-Rock? He has the Ralph report. I just follow him because I, I liked him. I don't really watch a lot of his shows. Yeah. Um, but he has a lot of stuff there, too. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's 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 kind of ideas. And I feel like it helps in both scenarios because I feel like Jackie and Lori is really close to what Colin wants. Mm-hmm. Ralph and you are really close to what uh, Maria wants. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's good. But I think, you know, it's just also another thing is, like, I don't want to oversell it. I don't want to oversell ourselves. Like what I'm trying to say is like, I don't want to say like, Oh, we're going to do all these shows. And then once we start getting back into the groove, we can't deliver because now we're back in real life, you know? Oh, I see. Yeah. Hmm. And on top of that, not to sound even more conceited, but I know that I'm going to be doing most of the work. So I just, I just need to – I'm not very good at, like, staying on top of things, so. Now, do you think also – is there a component where, like – you see, we did this for by maybe, like, the first year or two of Patreon where there was – the public show was pretty much the the primary show, and then there was some bonus content on the feed. Now, That's kind of how I want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, like, if you want to hear extra content about this killer – Go to the Patreon or something like that, or a bonus yeah. killer episode or something. Yeah, that, that's a smart way to do it at first. I think you know, give people mostly for free, but they want extra stuff. They can go get it. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been Lo- <laughs> Joe Coach's Lori Hour. Um. So, uh, what what happened with what's uh, what's going on with Aiden? So, okay. So I I actually have trouble remembering who contacted whom first. Let's just say for interest, I, I think it's tricky. Um, for a long time, Aiden had me blocked. Well, didn't you block him too? No, I never blocked him. I didn't. Oh, I thought you did. No, because that was the, I felt that I when, when we broke up, I, I felt that was always the Joe Batanz way. And so I'm trying to like break patterns. And so I never blocked him. But I think what you're referring to, and I did do this, is I deleted his phone number from my phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I deleted his phone number from my home, but he was never blocked. He could always text me. He wasn't blocked on Instagram. He wasn't blocked on any social media. wasn't blocked anywhere. But he did block me from his primary account. He has, two, he has a Finsta and a regular Instagram. And um, for some reason, the Finsta was not blocked. But What's a Finster? 
Finsta is a fake Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, I sound like such a grandma right there. What's a Finster? Uh, Haley makes a good point. It's quarantine. You got to hit up old flames. You just have to. Yeah. So what happened was, did it happen? It, it might have happened right around the beginning of the quarantine. He unblocked me. Okay. Okay. Uh, and he started following me on Instagram. Okay. And I noticed. I go because I don't. My regular Joe Batista doesn't get that many followers. You know. So I was like, oh, that's weird. So then I started following him back, and we started messaging each other. But it was very friendly, like, oh, nice nice to see you, and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. And then the, the Instagram messages started getting more and more frequent. And then I don't know how we graduated to phone call, no, to text messages. It had to be he made, initiated, because I didn't have his phone number. And I didn't want to tell him that I deleted his phone number. So he must have texted me, he must have sent me a text message first. Haley points out she was close to doing the same thing. That's how it always starts. Hey, Haley, there's still time. So, um, so then, uh, what happened? You know what's so funny? I'm able to tell this whole story in the whole time remaining. Um, then what happened was we then started going to phone calls. Okay. And we did have a conversation on text message. Like, well, we can just be friends. We can just be friends. And by the way, for the record, we are still friends. I'm, I'm building up to, I'm building up to something here. Right. Okay. And uh, we can just be friends, you know. And so we had a phone call. And look, if anyone does, for those of you who don't remember, for those of you that don't remember, sometime in mid-November, definitely before Thanksgiving. And if you don't remember, then you should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) Sometime before Thanksgiving, I fucked up and I sent a bunch of crazy text messages to Aiden. And then, mm-hmm. now, I'm just going to say there was a series of back and forth of we're not going to talk for a week, a day, you know, a month, six weeks or whatever. Because Aiden and I disagree about who extended what time and whatnot. And according to him, I was always the one pushing the time back. Right? Time back as far as what? Like, what do you mean? Okay, well, now we're going to talk in six weeks. Oh, well, that, but also, weren't you the one who was kept trying to reach out to him? During yeah, the yeah. whole... Mm-hmm. Oh, that comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we basically have a, a phone call where we hashed that all out. And actually, what's good is that both of us were apologetic. I apologized for um, horrible things that I did, you know, like when I snapped at him in Disneyland because he asked me about Drag Race. Um, I snapped at him, you know, uh, uh, just awful little things that I did. I apologized. I apologized for the crazy text messages. I gave him con because it's it's the since the crazy text messages, that phone call was the first phone call. And let me see one, two, three, four, nearly five months since it happened. Really? Well, let me see. We're, yeah, we're in April and that was in November. Yeah, nearly five months since it happened. That was the first time he and I spoke. <laughs> Spiral Queen says the week of Thanksgiving, which I remember because I was on a cruise when I was listening to that. Started the sun before. Oh, okay. Thank you, Spiral. Thank so, you, Spiral. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, this Joe Batanz historian, the, yeah, Spiral Queen, <laughs> Spiral Queen, Joe, but TBGH, uh, no, TG, TJBH. <laughs> this Joe Batanz, by the way, Humble Pie is shook that she lost on its one title. She has like 11 <laughs> titles, and now she's, she's like, I want to be the historian. She's right. like, wait, wait, wait. Also, I remember you were wearing a black shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Humble wrote she quit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know. You know what's so funny is Humble wrote me an email. I'm not going to reveal the contents, Humble. But she wrote me an email explaining that she might not be available. Uh, maybe. There's a chance she might not be available for some time. Oh, that's right? sweet. She has a big project coming up and she needs... Oh, she said I can reveal it. She said that she has a couple of relatives who have coronavirus. Oh, okay. Aww. And right now they're fine, but she needed to warn me in case things went south that she wouldn't be available. And she, she needed to take care of them. And I said, Humble, this is a fucking hobby. Like, for by all means, never... Oh, she said it wasn't coronavirus. Um, oh, Oh, she said well, everything. Then fuck them. And by the way, everyone, knows, she says everything is okay. But she said, but oh, anyway, I'm so happy. The point: they are all released from the hospital. Okay. Oh, oh it's the end of the episode. Well, we ended on good news. I'm glad everybody's okay. News. Yeah, and the point is, I was. I told Humble, like, Humble, don't sweat it. No, we're fine. In, on no. the ins- but on the inside, I was like, oh my god, what the fuck am I gonna do without Humble? She has no, like, no, no. What's the point? The point of the story is: Are you and Aiden dating? Well, we're going to find out tomorrow, Laurie, on this episode. Just sit right there for 24 hours. So be sure to tune in to this Joba Tans right here.